What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. Welcome back. Yay. Glad Yay. Welcome back. Wheezy. Hello. How are you, Dino? It's so good to be back. You know what? That reminds me of whatever happened to I miss. Obscene phone calls. Remember once back in the day when we were kids, every now and then you would pick up the phone and you would hear that. You would hear that shit at the end of a phone. Every oh, once in a while, just every like maybe what are you wearing? Every one hundred and one phone call or right. so, you, know, you would hear some shit like that. Sexy like, voice all the way. But now we have Snapchat. But okay, it's not the same. Not, yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. You don't get people like totally off guard or whatever else. Sure. Wow, That's what you think. You, <laughs> you open your snap. Like, Whoa. I remember this one I got like from this dude. Like he he was all like he told me he's like go to the window. <laughs> and he's like look out the window. Are you looking out the window? And I wasn't, but I was like uh huh yeah. And he was like all right, now unzip your pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. And like now, now play with yourself. Pull, pull your cock out and play with yourself. And he's like, "Are you doing it?" And I just hung up. <laughs> Dude. Creepy. Oh Dude. Creepy. I was like twelve. Yeah. That's t- too much. <laughs> Dude, oh Dude I, 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 I got one. Uh, I was at I was at church, and uh, in, in this particular uh, building, uh, the the phone was in the in the lobby. Mm-hmm. So it was like Bible study or something like that. And uh, the phone started ringing. And uh, so I was there. So I, I, I picked up the phone. And I'm like 15, 16. I picked up the phone. I'm like, hello. Because, uh, you know, when you're 15 or 16, your voice just changes. You, 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 you know, you start talking like Barry White. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hello. And uh, so the woman on the other end is like, I'm wearing absolutely no clothing. And I'm thinking about you. 
And I'm like, it was a woman. It was a woman. Yeah. Now see, that's the call I wanted to get. <laughs> but why? Why you get my call? <laughs> How you get my call? Yeah, she she did she did ask for Dino Red. Yeah, greedy bastard. Yeah, <laughs> greedy bastard. I, I, I said Dino Red can't come to the phone right now, but, but I can. Be, <laughs> but I can come all over it. <laughs> I can come on it. <laughs> I come through it. <laughs> That is what those little hole, holes are for, right? Yeah. For me to come all through. Golly. You'll never find. Thank God there's no landline in this piece. Oh, man. Wow. I cannot believe you stole my obscene phone call. <laughs> man. You've been, you, you just like Joseph stealing my birthright and shit. Uh, well, you know. Oh, Lord. I happen to be wearing a coat of many colors. Sticky. That's, that's the way. Mostly coat. white. Mostly white. <laughs> I pimp it like that. Yeah. Ew, grody. Uh, I had I had my Barry White voice on, man. She couldn't resist. Grody, right, right. So you guys know that we 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 told you guys out there um, that we are in the process of interviewing and auditioning new ladies for uh, a new co-host, right? And man, some of these women, <laughs> some have been really cool and amazing, um, like our guest today, who I will introduce in a little bit. But some of them, man, oh my god! <laughs> uh oh! I mean, there's this one chick. Oh lord! Now she was like, nope. now this, this, this not not to say that the other women that have been here and and have applied or are not pretty or beautiful, mm-hmm. or whatever. But this 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 lady, she's a model, mm-hmm. and she looked like it, right? Mm-hmm. She looked, and she acted like it too, <gasps> like you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. okay, first of all, she did that thing where, um, I I called her. Right, mm-hmm. she didn't answer. I left a message, mm-hmm. and she did that thing that I hate, especially when it's business related. Mm-hmm. I don't mind so much when it's personal, but when it's business, it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. She calls me back because she doesn't listen to the message. She just sees the number and calls back, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Who is this?" Mm-hmm. And of uh, course, I knew exactly who it was, right. but I was so irritated that I decided to play like right. ignorant, whatever, because right. like this is just such a bad look to call right. somebody up and be like, "Who is this?" Right. I was like, "Who is this?" Mm-hmm. She's like, well, this number just called. I was like, but you're calling now, so yeah. who, who are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, well, whoever called me. I was like, well, I called you and I left you a message. Mm-hmm. So you might want list, to you know, listen to your message before you just call random people back and say, who is this? Yeah. I was like, well, anyway, this is the, the guy. I'm Dino Red. You applied for a position as a co-host on my show. And she was like, oh, oh, yeah. And so... She immediately starts asking me questions <laughs> immediately. Like, what show is this? Mm-hmm. What's it about? This and, and I'm like it, getting extremely irritated, right? I'm like, you applied. Wow. You, you applied to the show. You don't know what show you applied to or anything. Of, I mean, you don't remember it. All. Well, I don't have it. I don't have the details in front of me, mm-hmm. which is another reason why you probably should listen to the message first mm-hmm. and then got prepared <laughs> and then called me back. You know, like, and then she just had this attitude, like, okay, I'm like, I can tell right now, this bitch don't bring nothing to the table but her looks, but this is a radio show, so fuck it, it's not useful. (laughs) (laughs) I have no use for you. You are irritating me in the first 30 seconds. Are you trying to say that Charlie Bell has a face for radio? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Uh, Yes, and. No, I didn't. Fuck you. <laughs> it sounded like he was trying to say no soup for you. <laughs> I just just she just looked like she acted like somebody who had 
the privilege of being born beautiful and just having things just thrown at her her whole life. That's how she came off in like 30 fucking seconds, you mm-hmm. know? And I was just like, Ugh, I just, I'm done. I was like, you know what? Listen to the show. If you still want to, if you're still interested, call me back. Right. And hung up. Hmm. You know, I was like, I sent you a link. Did you bother? Li- oh, I haven't had a chance. <sighs> Goodbye. I'm done. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> no soup for you. Well, that was your audition, homegirl. <laughs> oh man, there's, there's people. A, a guy, a guy. It clearly says, <laughs> clearly says a, a female. It clearly says Los Angeles. I get people from all kind of states. <laughs> people from <laughs> New York. This one, one girl was still in the Navy and in New York. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> You're in the Navy and in New York. <laughs> How are you going to be on my show? <laughs> she, she just going to sail on in. <laughs> sail, then a, sail on. Some, some dude applied. Like, dude. Like, Damn. dude. We got enough dudes. You, you're not wanted. You're not wanted. We're trying to bring some gender equity to this. Yes, no piece. more tripods. We have... Mm-hmm. We have... <laughs> <laughs> We've reached the quota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no more testosterone. <laughs> anyway. We need a bike without that bar going across it. I said all that to say <laughs> that uh, today I'm very excited about uh, our guest we have today, the very lovely and talented um, Danielle Flanagan. So let's welcome her with our guest music. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. So, Danielle, or Danielle or Daniela? Danielle is given. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, in a nutshell, uh, started out in Texas, went to Nebraska, and Nebraska here to L.A. Wow, that's a very small I'm, nutshell. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that did a lot of traveling. <laughs> I saw some things along the way and kept going. Wow. Now, now tell us. Why to keep it brief? Right? Are there any black people in Nebraska? I know. Actually, uh, yeah, they're all related to Dino Red. They're related to Dino. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. They're all related to Dino. Crazy. Yeah, they actually are. There's like 25,000 of them. Wow. Yeah, most of them live on the north side That's of the like city. one block in the Murray. Right? I think, I think <laughs> like she said she was from uh, Spokane, Washington. Right? It sounds like you get asked that a lot because you just was right there with the number. She was like, yeah. how many black people? And she was like, there's exactly 25,162. Right? Everybody asks because you don't yeah. think that there's going to be people no. there. And then there's mm-hmm. actually some there. And they have this thing called Omaha Days, which you know about, Dina. No, I don't. Oh, you don't know? Oh, no. Omaha Days. And I just know. I just got people there. in Omaha. They mm-hmm. come back to Omaha and they have this huge parade and celebration. Like homecoming. Yeah, it's like a homecoming. Okay. Them. So it's kind of cool. You know, the families come back. And there's some old school families that are, have been there for a long time. My mother actually was born in Omaha. She wasn't raised there. She was raised up up north, and then uh, farther north than Omaha. <laughs> up north from here, oh. <laughs> the bay, like the Bay Area. bay Area. Yeah, she was raised up there, and then she, at some point in her young adult life, went to Detroit. So, um, like yeah. the Wiz. Yeah, right. D- Dorothy was born in mm-hmm. Omaha, and then. She ended up in Detroit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Remember? No, she, she ended up in Kansas. <laughs> well, yeah, in this latest version, she ended up in Kansas, Kansas. but in the um, the movie version, she was from Detroit. Yeah, and then she went to uh, Harlem. 
in the right. movie version. Right, right. Oh, okay. Wow. Sorry about the D. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what brings you to L.A.? Like, what do you? You know, yeah, actually, my route kind of when I got out of school in Omaha, I started looking around for opportunities for employment opportunities. What did you, know, you go to school for? A, a business and finance, and so okay. I got a degree in business, uh, minor in like stupid stuff, insurance studies, international languages, that kind of crap. <laughs> so then you Ooh. start trying to find stupid a job, stuff. yeah, and you know you can't get a job because you don't have a job, you know, right? Works, right, <laughs> right, kind of right. And then you wind up like at the mall, or, right? You know, right. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah like, I know exactly uh, what you mean. So let me tell you about your life insurance. Insurance policy, mm. so you do that for hours right. a day. I, so I, I wound up in that same boat like everyone else. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? That's there's got to be more to this. You know, I spent all this money for this degree. Let me figure out how it's going to work. So right, you know, right. So you just start doing the hustle like everyone else, trying yeah. to find a job, and then it wound up you just going following the jobs. The jobs move you. Mm-hmm. He's doing the hustle. Don't yeah. don't mind him. <laughs> yeah, he's job. old like that. A oh, job hustle. I know we didn't even. <laughs> Everybody does it. Everybody still does it. Yeah, <laughs> never ends. <laughs> And you are an actress, correct? Yeah, yeah. I actually left financial services. It kind of pushed out after the crash, which yep. a lot of people did. That yep. was really heart wrenching to like you know, be a mid level executive, and yeah. then you walk into a room of fifty people and you tell them they're all laid off yeah. at one time, and mm. then you see people who've been working longer than you've been alive. Yeah. And you got to tell them that they don't have a job any longer. Right. And that blank stare, or people literally burst out in oh, hysteria. Oh, hell no! It, mm. it was rotten. For it was sure. a rotten experience. And then to know it wasn't their fault. Like, right. You're sitting there, and I'm in the lending division. So mm. I know all the securitization paperwork right. that was going on, bundling at assets. Right. Selling, selling <laughs> fake paper. <laughs> so you basically gave them, it's not you, it's me. Right. Yeah, that sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you go home and you need a drink. You know, yeah. you're like, what the hell? So it was, just, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I love film. I love fashion. I've yeah. always loved them. But I came up in that age where people had white guilt. Mm-hmm. And so they tested young black people and then they moved you. you know, right. Based on your test mm-hmm. And they felt that you would be their shining star, right. their accomplishment, their guilt trip for doing something for the black community. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll ride this out. Right. <laughs> it gets me a scholarship and it gets me out of, you know, being, you know, working at Orange Julius at the mall for the next 10 years. And I'm going to do it. And that's right. So I rode that, I rode that train like a lot of other people did as well, too. I and tried to get on that train, but they denied my boarding pass. Oh, oh, man, you didn't get the boarding pass. They were like, <laughs> you, you're not black enough. <laughs> like, sorry, dude. Sorry. <laughs> we got no white guilt for you. <laughs> Dino Red denied. I know. Oh, man, I'm sorry, Dino. The light skin struggle is real. Um, right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying, light skin matters. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag light skin matters. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Danielle. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Really have a good All time. All right. Already. So look forward to you, um, you know, showing up and showing out, as All they say. Right. Right. Bring your Sunday best. All right. <laughs> and uh, so, Charlie Bell, what's been up with you since uh, we've last seen you? Well, I have big news for you, Dino. You getting married? No, not that big. You're not going to believe it. What? I got cable. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I broke down and got cable. What? Yeah. One down, one to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have it either. Well, 
One down, two to go. Two to go. <laughs> well, I have a feeling that Danielle is probably a little bit more up on television than you two. Just a, just a guess. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Danielle, do you watch any television? No, nah, actually, I don't watch a lot of TV. I spend a lot of time watching shows off of my phone. Really? So, yeah, like the Hulu type of stuff, Netflix, YouTube. Okay, yeah. but you still, so like, you still watch. Yeah, I'm still watching show. TV then. Yeah, I don't really yeah. care about the media. I kind of like the, right. you know, the new generation TV. Right, right, like right. That. You don't have time. I've, I've had cable for probably a while, and then about three or four years ago, I dumped it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm paying $120 a month for it to sit on in the house. Right. I leave at 6 a.m., I don't come back till midnight or right. later. So why am I paying for it to be on and I right. don't see it? That was my thought process as well. But yeah. then the prospect of Jon Snow coming back and also the need mm-hmm. to see basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of outweighed my financial good judgment, and so I'm back on the, I'm back with the cable monkey on my back. Wow, good look. But I do have to say, so far I have I saw this documentary that I cannot recommend highly enough. Everyone needs to go see this. If you are an American, you need to see this documentary. It's Uh-oh. called The Best of Enemies, and um, it's on the surface. It's about the like the intellectual rivalry between Gore Vidal and uh, William F. Buckley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. So fucking good. So good. So it's um. What? Why is that funny? You played the laugh uh-huh. track. Oh, is that funny? Okay. Um. So you know, Gore Vidal is like very left wing author, and uh, William F. Buckley was like one of the founders of the conservative movement, and also, um, you know, a proponent of Reagan. Like he pushed Reaganism. That shit wasn't funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> they would beg to differ. Who? The studio audience. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, so, but it's really about the way in which the media have totally failed our democracy and continue to fail us today. So it's a great film. And very entertaining. It sounds dry, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> sounds hilarious. I'll be watching it. No, it's awesome. It's a great no, no. Film. I, I plan to watch yeah. it. I yeah, it sounds it. like it's right up Weasel's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, yes, that's nice and dry. It's the way he likes it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Terrible. It wasn't dry. Don't listen to Dino. He ain't seen it. Well, you know, Charlie Bell really loves KY, so. <laughs> no, I do not. KY has too many chemicals in it. Oh, okay, it's the other one. Uh, Astroglide. Astroglide. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Okay, so, oh, 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 oh. Daniela's uh, co signing Astroglide. Astroglide, yes. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Can we get some sponsorship? <laughs> Can we get some sponsorship, Mister Glide? So, Weezy, what you been up to, brother? Oh, well, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Last uh, last week, I, I actually went out and I, I turned on the television. And, uh, <laughs> Did it blow up? <laughs> did your head explode? Uh, yeah, it, it almost did, man. I, you know, uh, you know, it was a, last week it was a very tragic week on television, and I was, uh, I was really taken aback by uh, everything I, I saw on TV. I mean, I was, I was thinking, it's like how, how can something like this happen? How, how can you cast Queen Latifah in the Wiz uh, as the Wiz? Well, my thing, my thing is since we're since we're we're on it, I'm glad you brought it up. I, I don't have a problem with Queen Latifah playing the Wiz. What I have a problem is the inconsistency of the pronoun. All oh, right, because at some at some points she was he, and at some points she was she. Right. So I'm like, is she a woman playing a man, or is she a woman who is the Wiz? Which I would have been totally fine with 
either of those right. as long as they just stuck to something. Right. Mm. But that going back and forth shit, that, that fucking irritated me. Yeah. Well, the way I recall it, they didn't, they didn't call her she until after they, the reveal. Yeah, the reveal. Okay, so prior to the reveal, it was he. They thought that okay, so she was a she, uh, she was a woman playing a man, right? And they thought that she was a man. Yeah, right. Okay, but they he, bought that, huh? Yeah. Well, and when she arrived, I don't know why they didn't notice she was a woman then. When she arrived, when the when the wizard Wiz arrived in Oz, hello, they should have disbelieved. <laughs> Hello. It, goes, it goes back to the pronoun problem. It goes back to the, the mm. dancing poppies, the magical <laughs> shoes, <laughs> the no. witches. I mean, I don't know. Well, well that's a little different. That's, that's like, well, suspension of He's disbelief. like, that all makes sense. No, no. The suspension of disbelief is I have to accept that this, in this, I have to accept this, this fantasy premise, world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the uh, uh, gender is, is uh, gender isn't. Uh, a part of that. Yeah, gender isn't a part of that. Um but uh, yeah, my my major problem with, and I I would have preferred. I thought I think the character is male. I I I do. The character is supposed to be a jackleg preacher type con man. Um, uh, uh, excuse me, sir. Are you trying to say that a woman cannot be a jackleg con man preacher or con woman preacher in 2015? Nigga, please. Well, she can be. We a saw sh- the one with the titties out. Yeah. Remember that one? Right. She can be. No, a sh- legit. We she can be a shaka con man. Uh, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> but she- um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I but uh, aside aside from that, um, she uh, her voice is okay. I mean, she has a decent voice, mm-hmm. but that character's voice has to pop. That character's right. voice has to be explosive, like everything yeah. that's going around on around it. And I just don't think she has the charisma or the stage yeah. presence. I think hers was the, the weakest vocal performance. Yeah, yeah, from the Wiz. Yeah, and if you if you ever go on YouTube and watch, Bags wasn't that great either. Who? That David Allen. Oh, no, his wasn't. But hers, oh, hers, hers, hers. Well, hers, were, hers was weaker though. I, yeah, I weaker thought, than that. You can you, you could get away with the li- the lion not having the you know the strongest because I, I I agree with you there uh, there Dan Dan Dino. I agree with you, Dino, that his voice was was if you listen to the original Ted Ross's voice like really you know and Dags was kind of. But and the same thing should have happened with the the Wiz. I mean, her voice. Uh, if you look at Andre the Shield's performances, his voice is like I'm the Wiz, and he's you know. But uh, so but other than that, I you know it was okay. <laughs> okay, so Charlie Bill, what do you think of the Wiz? I know you were like it's life, it's everything. No, 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 no. I said some of the moments. It had some great moments. I thought yeah. it was an uneven production, mm-hmm. but I like that they updated it and made it urban. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the little sly kind of urban and like contemporary references. Yeah, yeah like how the Emerald City was like a big gay voguing ballroom. That was mm-hmm. awesome. I loved it. <laughs> the, the choreography was on point. Mm-hmm. The costumes awesome. were amazing. I thought there were some great performances. I thought that um, Shanice did a great yeah. job. I thought that um, Uzo did. I mean, I know she hit that one false note, but still, she brought so much presence, I think, yeah. to that role and really, like, re- reimagined and see, it. You see, that's the thing I thought was missing from, from uh, Latifah as, right. as the she Wiz. Didn't, she didn't have that presence. Right. She didn't have, exactly. Yeah. She yeah. didn't have, yeah, Uzo, to me, when she got on that stage, she stole the show. She yeah. really earned that spotlight. Mm-hmm. So I thought it had some great moments, great costuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just appreciate that um, a black story with you know great Broadway-type performances is still able to capture the imagination of the young people and you know bring another generation into the story. Like The Wizard of Oz is my favorite movie. The mm-hmm. Wiz is – I mean I just – I have so much personal affection for the story. I'm glad that young people are seeing it. Did your daughter watch it? 
No, she did not. Oh, okay. Um, Danielle, what did, what did you have? To I mean, about? I can't. You encapsulated everything on that. That was it was it was powerful. It was really powerful, and the ratings too. I mean, mm-hmm. when you look back at the ratings and how successful it was for the the show, but I think for me it was. It was an opportunity to really relive black culture, mm-hmm. you know, and envision us being able to do and be and transpire and, and transcend to other things. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was powerful. So I, I like that. I like that we can be other things. Uh, Please, uh-uh. no. Uh-uh. I didn't know we were on a game show. Uh-uh. Wrong answer. No, no that was, there are no rights and wrongs. Uh, <laughs> on my show, there is. Oh, no. yeah. You forgot to mention that to you. Let me find that button. <laughs> That's a one-way button. We're going to bring our own buttons. I'm the whiz. He knows a great and powerful right there. That's right. I am the whiz of the Shiznit show. No, I'm just teasing you, Daniel. (laughs) But the the pictures that were circulating on Twitter. Oh, the memes. The best part of the freaking whiz was the memes. memes, right? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite one was the big hat. The chick with the big green hat. It's like, when you belong to the Church of God in Christ in the Emerald City. (laughs) That shit was hilarious. I love that. I would have thought too. I would have liked to see like RuPaul be the Wiz because it oh, makes that, sense. That, 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 see that that, that would have been sense. that would have been, been, been a good right. casting because yeah. he's both. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Know? And then yeah. he brings that power. He brings that mm-hmm. presence. He yeah. has Absolutely. that voice. He can yeah. do the transition. Yeah. And so I was like, who would I recast it mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to, to be or the wi- or Eveline? He could have done it. Right. I would have preferred him as the Wiz. Yeah, the Wiz. So apparently you didn't like it, Dino. Tell us why, sir. No, I liked it. I just I, I said my problem in the beginning oh, okay. the, the and the uh, inconsistent use of the pronoun. Oh, okay. Yeah. As, as, as gender uh, fluidity isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> on, on the whole, uh, and it's my problem with uh, staged musicals on television. That yeah. It basically, it, it's it's a staged production mm-hmm. that we're watching. Right. It's not, it's not reimagined for the screen. Right. I wish I they would have had a live audience. Yeah, no, yeah, because there were a couple of times, or at least a laugh track. There were a couple of times. <laughs> there was a couple. There were a couple of times when the, uh, when the, yeah, yeah, like that. There were a couple of times when you know, you, you, I mean, there was a joke there, and it wasn't really. It was a corny joke, but they needed something. You needed a. Right, uh, right. They needed the. You needed a punctuation, like yeah. exclamation on. Yeah, it. and and I think I think the I think the the uh, the actors needed to just. To feed off the energy of the audience. That's the theor- That's the thrill of real life theater. Yeah. Is that dynamic between the audience? Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I think something was lost in the. Uh, in, plus, plus, they broke for commercials, so that yeah, that takes away. Yeah. So that t- takes away something. Yeah. So I, I think, I think overall, I mean, it would have been a great adaptation to see in a theater. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it was. I, I think. I think it missed something yeah. as a yeah. result of, uh, yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Live performance without a live audience is just that's like peanut butter and no jelly. What you know? Ham, no burger. <laughs> Kool Aid, no sugar. You ain't never got two things that match, man. <laughs> All right, then. With that, let's go ahead and get into our topics. News and noteworthy. So unfortunately, got to bring the show down a little bit, and uh, we have to address this San Bernardino terrorist attack thing that happened right in our own backyard. Yeah, literally. <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. literally in our own uh, next county over backyard. So um, apparently, uh, it turns out that it is a terrorist attack. When it first happened, everyone was all you know on the. Ban all the guns, take all the guns, make it more hard to get guns. They were all on that speech, whatever. And then come to find out that 
while it wasn't you know initiated by ISIS, that the the uh, at least the wife, if not the husband, was uh, what do you call it? Like a follower of ISIS or you know connected to ISIS. So uh, this lady, she uh, the, well the the guy. So the, go ahead. So do you want to kind of encapsulate what happened? Go ahead. Oh, well, basically just I think most of you know that there was um, a mass shooting at a uh, social services center in San Bernardino, which is kind of like a suburban county from L.A., and um, there were 14 people killed. The social service center provided services for, you know, the developmentally disabled folks, and um, they were having a holiday party from a county social services agency was having a a holiday party there and so one of the workers who works with that department that was having the holiday party he and his wife turned out to be the the shooters so Uh, go ahead. I'm Come done. Go. go ahead. I'm done with the story, and I'm done with you. <laughs> so that was so that was it. So basically, now in the aftermath, you know, I mean, it was just another mass shooting, the second mass shooting in America that day. You know, the 355th of the year, when there was only 336 days in. So you know, right? There's more shootings and days in a year. That yeah. says a lot. Says too much. Right. So, uh, so yeah. So originally, they did not know what was the motive. Well, they still don't know what the mo- the, the, the motivation yeah, is. Right. But they didn't. They didn't know anything really. Um, right. But through investigations, and um, they found out that that the wife does have ties to ISIS. You know. Well, no, she has. No. She has uh, pledged she, she, her allegiance. Right. That's that's a tie. <laughs> well, it's not a tie because it's a one way. Anybody could get on Facebook and be like, "Oh, I'm down for ISIS," but nope. that doesn't mean that ISIS and you are collectively working together. And well, I, didn't, so, I said that that ISIS didn't initiate the right. in the beginning. Right. She was but, inspired by ISIS, right? But they right. they did go on and claim. I mean, ISIS did post on social media right. that they were taking responsibility for it. Right. But that hasn't been verified, right. and the government thinks they're just being opportunists. Exactly, and they are opportunists about it. Like, why not? Like, right. The same thing when that stabbing. So she's the claiming them. And, they're uh, claiming her. That's I feel enough for me to say that there's ties to ISIS. <laughs> That's an ISIS tie. So. so uh, <laughs> So yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so uh, um, what's believed is that she basically uh, radicalized her husband because they can't find any any evidence of him prior to meeting her of being you know a radical or having any kind of radical philosophies or anything like that. They interviewed people at his mosque or their mosque, and uh, everyone seems to think that you know it was the the wife who was the the radical one who converted him. So that's that's the thing. But whether or not, you know, whatever the case is, um, shout out to, uh, you know, um, husband and wife unity. <laughs> shout out to uh, ride or die chicks because... Uh, well, you know what I, what, what I think. No. But you know, you know, you know, you know what? what? I, you don't think she's ride or die? I, I think she's ride and die. She I, obviously I, was both. She die. was obviously both. But, I, I, can't, but no, I can't. I can't. That's not what we want. I can't family get, unity. I can't get achieve. my wife to to go walking with me or to the gym or whatever. But he got his wife to go pull off a well, you, a, well, a mass shooting. Well, you, so. well, you know what? You know what happened. I mean, she was complaining because like you never take me anywhere. Every, every we've been married six months. Ever since we had the baby, we just sit at home and watch television. You never take me anywhere. I and, just took and, you to the to the. To the uh, ISIS meeting last Thursday, but that's it. 
that's it. ISIS this, ISIS that, ISIS, ISIS, ISIS. It's the ISIS debate. I want to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere uh, and have some fun. I want to meet some of your friends. Okay, I have a mass shooting to pull off. You want to go with me there? Thank you. All right. Thank you. I don't ask too much. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. The wounds are still there. Yeah. Too soon. It's never too soon. Yeah, never too soon. But, uh, all right, so much for Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> it's like, what is the what is the uh, Saudi translation of Bonnie and Clyde? I guess it it, it would now be Farouk and Mali, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Farouk and so no, Mal- Malik and Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> Malik and Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> That's the gay Bonnie. That's not even. Her her first name is Tashfeen. So, I, I, I'm impressed that you can remember. There's that. alliteration. Malik and Muhammad. Alliteration. But those are two dudes' names. Yeah. So it can be. It would be Malika. Clyde and Clyde. Malika. Malika. Yeah. Malika. Yeah, they, yeah. ISIS wouldn't stand for that. Just yeah. Cutting right. things off. Does he only get like 36 virgin virgins because he had help? And uh, <laughs> with the mass shooting, when he gets to heaven, I don't know. Good question. Uh, Ahmed Mohammed is back in the news. The uh, little clockmaker guy, clockmaker, clockmaker. Yeah, he's suing for fifteen million dollars. He Good. and his family. Uh, they actually are suing the uh, Irving City, the city of Irving, for ten million and another five to the the school district well good, good. get your get your so, paper dude fuck uh, those people <laughs> <laughs> fuck them no fuck that school district and fuck those fucking he's not gonna he better not get 15 million there's motherfuckers dying, sh- dying getting murdered by police that don't get nowhere near 15 million the families doesn't no he's so. not gonna get 15 no he won't get 15 he will get something but I think I'm, I'm glad 2.5 I'm glad he's like Call it a day or something. I'm glad he's calling it out and not letting them say, like, no, this was an injustice. It was that. How fucking traumatic was that for a little kid? Mm -hmm. It's not $15 million traumatic. No, it's not. Not even. Not even. Not not even. It's interesting how, like, it's always like $15 million and an apology. But (laughs) what, what if they were like, no, you get fifteen million or the apology. You got to choose. But the 15, <laughs> I'm taking the fifteen million, right? Exactly. But the fifteen million dollars isn't exactly. necessarily has to be in proportion to the 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 trauma that the person experienced. The fifteen million is designed to deter agencies from like like that from doing that again. The idea is to make it punitive. That's why it's called punitive. punitive is yeah. to is to make. The agencies that engaged in the I poor think, behavior. I would think to someone being killed, you would want that to to be stopped too and be Absolutely. punitive. Absolutely, I so, agree. So okay, those yeah. those families not getting fifteen million dollars. They so. sh- they uh, should get more he, than that. He ain't gonna get fifteen million either. Again, I didn't right. say. I, I don't right. think he will. But I'm just saying the size that you ask for has to do with how much. Of the message that you're trying to send, it has yeah. less to do with. I say, how get, I say, get over it, Ahmed. <laughs> yeah, right. You're in what Qatar now? He, he left yeah. Qatar. Qatar he's, got a full he's, scholarship. He's fine. <laughs> got to meet the president and, and Zuckerberg. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got his 15 minutes and then some. Yeah, a million dollar a minute. <laughs> so, uh, more bad news for OJ Simpson. Can it get any worse? Uh, I don't know. 
Is there toothpaste he, involved? In toothpaste? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. In jail, toothpaste. <laughs> 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 so anyway, uh, OJ and toothpaste, soap, soap, don't uh, soap. soap. OJ is—he's uh, very upset because the uh, criminal justice system will not allow him to have surgery on his knee, and it's—it's uh, it's in very, very bad condition. He can't walk without a cane, hmm. and uh, he's you know willing and offered to pay for it himself. So it's like it's not even on the taxpayers, right? Wow. He's like, so why won't you? Let me get this surgery. It's not mm-hmm. on the taxpayer. It's, mm-hmm. it's on me. It's mm-hmm. my dime. Mm-hmm. But they're they're not allowing him to do it, which is uh, within keeping with the justice system's practices. Generally, if it's not life threatening um, ailment, then they usually deny it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Even uh, if the they deny life threatening ones too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, if you're a black so if man in jail, your services so, are denied. So, so even more so if it's not life threatening. But yeah, he's it's it's some. Something with uh, arthritis, yeah, and it has to do with his playing days, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then um, because he can't exercise, he's he's gaining a bunch of weight. He's up to like three hundred and forty pounds, and so the weight is make is exacerbating the, the 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 already bad knee, and and then him not being able to hardly take more than a few steps without uh, stopping. Pain. Yeah, because of the pain, he can't exercise, <clears throat> and he's just getting bigger. So it's like this vicious cycle that's going back and forth, and. Well, I, I, I find that interesting since, I mean, it, uh, the Supreme Court ruled that you have to, we have to pay for uh, 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 sex change operations. Mm-hmm. It would seem like a knee replacement would uh, pale in comparison to and something like that. it's coming out of his own pocket. Yeah. Yeah, so what's the problem? It's because he's a... What is the problem? I don't know. Hmm. Well, yeah. poor OJ. Poor OJ. But, uh... I'm crying him a river right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Exactly. OJ. OJ. Yeah, wasn't it Adrian Peterson? I think tied uh, tied OJ's tied OJ for whatever place he's in on the uh, on the all time rushing list too. So he's having a bad week. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're ignorant. (laughs) Uh, So you got it. Mr. Jefferson. So, uh, racist commenters beware. Beware. What kind of new nigga shit is that? <laughs> Brazil has, uh, there's a, uh, a nonprofit in Brazil who has decided to take it upon themselves to take the, the, uh, the racist comments that they find on Facebook and to find out the location of the poster and then in that neighborhood buy ad space on the billboard and post that person's comments um but blurring out their name um what the fuck good does it do have no idea no idea I'm thinking they should (laughs) they should take whatever money they got and clean up that ocean in uh, Rio de Janeiro have you heard about that that how filthy that it's like for the Olympics, that the 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 ocean is like a sewer mm. down there. Wow! So, I say like, clean up clean up your ocean before you clean up your language. That's what I say. 
Or what about all those homeless people in in, in, in super? Uh, yeah. Excuse me. They're called favelas mm-hmm. in yeah. those neighborhoods. The ghettos. The ghettos. Okay. Favelas. But I mean, the favelas are related mm-hmm. because um, you know Brazil has a lot of racism. Like they're one of those countries with like a major colonial history where they really don't want to come to terms with the fact that the darker people are the ones at the bottom in the favelas, right. and you know they still it's what there's still a lot of like acceptance of just openly right. racist language. So I think. It's the purpose is to call it out. I mean, and we're up here in America talking about it, right. so it's working. Pay the favelas to clean the ocean, and then they'll have money for homes. I don't know that it's working just because we're talking about it. Um, I mean, it's, it's working. If it, the, it if the works, purpose if, is bringing awareness, then it's working. Point. Well, I don't know. I just think there's, that money could be better served doing something else. Uh, not even, I mean, you, you like halfway, it's like you half-ass shaming somebody. It's like you're mm-hmm. shaming them, but you're not shaming them because you're not using their name. And so you driving home and you see your words on a billboard and you said some dumb racist shit or whatever. I don't, I just don't see that stopping anybody from Same saying. Same word, dumb racist shit. Yes. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I said that. What's wrong with me? Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't see that. Yeah. They don't feel a consequence for their actions. If anything, yeah. it's like, ooh, I said that. That's me. Like, oh, I'm on a billboard. Oh, I'm going to do some more tomorrow. Yeah. They're going to take a picture of it and post that. Post it on Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think. I, yeah. I don't. <laughs> All I know is if they post some stuff that I said on Facebook, I want a residual. Right. <laughs> A SAG contract. I was going to say, Zuckerberg is not a SAG member. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm taking his ass to court for $15 million. He started posting my shit. You know what? That's disrespectful. Oh, man. Wow. That's a... Yeah. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, Charlie B., why don't you take this story right here? um, I saw this. You posted this about... E.T. E.T. being a, uh, <laughs> doing an impersonation of uh, Harriet Tubman with her, with her underground AIDS clinics. Yeah, she had the underground railroad. So, I mean, I think a lot of people didn't know this history about um, Elizabeth Taylor. About well, just AIDS in America in general, but Elizabeth Taylor in specific. The, and the the Dallas Buyers Club, I guess, kind of was the first mainstream story that you know kind of told the reality that in the early days of AIDS, I mean. Reagan wouldn't even say the word AIDS, you know, like it took so long for the U.S. government to respond. Like people felt. You didn't want to catch it. Yeah, that's how you catch it. (laughs) Yeah. Saying it. it. Everybody knows that. (laughs) AIDS, 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 AIDS. All damn, Charlie Bell got it. (laughs) 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 Shit, back then they weren't even calling it AIDS. Remember, they were calling it grids. Grids. Gay related. Gay related. Um, Anyway. I thought it was gang related, but okay. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would be. That that too. Yeah, gang bang related maybe. But um like toothpaste. <laughs> but they um so there were little collective or I don't know how little they were, but collectives of people that were going overseas and importing, you know, underground medications that were not yet approved by the FDA, you know, that they weren't even doing any research or trying to help people with AIDS. And so apparently Elizabeth, you know, Taylor was an early um advocate for the AIDS movement and she actually participated in helping to import and distribute um, underground uh, medicines for um, people who had AIDS back in the early days. I actually have a clip of uh, Elizabeth I mean I'm, I'm not Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> that would be that would be different right. <laughs> that'd be a nice clip too yeah. <laughs> no I From have the a, dead. of uh, Kathy Ireland speaking about Elizabeth Taylor okay awesome 
Kathy's connection was through her mentor and business partner, Dame Elizabeth Taylor. She would go quietly with no media, with no press. She would go in to hospice and she would hug patients who had just not felt that human contact. And her legacy is love and life. But what many don't know is that Liz set up a secret underground network to get experimental HIV drugs to patients, just like the true story in Dallas Buyers Club. You mean to tell me that Elizabeth Taylor essentially set up a West Coast Buyers Club? Talk about fearless in at her home in Bel Air. It was a it was a safe house, and a lot of the work that she did it was illegal, but she was saving lives. She said her business associates pleaded with her, "Leave this thing alone." She received death threats. Friends hung up on her when she asked for help. But something that I love about Elizabeth is her courage. Is it true that she actually even sold her jewelry to fund this operation? Yes, she would. She would sell jewelry. She would. There, there was transfers of of money. Sometimes it'd be like a paper bag, and there'd be money. <laughs> Today, Kathy, who Liz willed her two precious dogs to, continues Liz's fight. Was she scared that she would ever get caught? She thought she might, but she wasn't afraid. She'd go to jail for it. She wasn't. No,、uh, Elizabeth in fear, not in the same sentence.、Um, fearless, fearlessness, courage, and compassion for people in need. That's what this is really about. The shiznit, and she was the shiznit. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Elizabeth. All right, so give it up for Liz. A postmortem、uh, props, if、mm-hmm. you would. Didn't I know that about her?、Yeah. And I don't know the number, but she raised such an enormous amount of money for, you know, to fight AIDS. She just、yeah. was, she was hardcore. Yeah, but she had ties to like Rock Hudson too from the beginning when he had AIDS too, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. So I can kind of see where that kind of、yeah. transpired. Yeah, I mean, the show business people were definitely on the forefront、yeah. of fighting the AIDS epidemic. In other news, in other news, father of seventeen <gasps> children accused of not paying child support could face up to sixty years. Now, this is just ridiculousness right here. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. I mean, okay, I understand. They said that dude has the means to pay, and he should pay. And okay, dude is scum. <laughs> if that、true. is, you know, if that's true. And all that, and I'm not advocating that deadbeat dads, whatever,、mm-hmm. uh, go unpunished. But 60 years, fucking Jared only got 15. Right. right, that part right there. And then also the fact of how is having a felony or 17 felonies because they're talking about charging him、Which、with one felony for each kid, kid. Right? Is how is that going to help him support his kids? It's not. It's that not. That's dumb. What, what, like, te- what team does he play for? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> The raw doggers, <laughs> <laughs> the raw dogs, the barebackers, the, bear <laughs> the Green Bay barebackers. Brokeback Mountaineers. <laughs> well, if he was broke back mountain, then he wouldn't have seventeen kids. <laughs> so he's doing it wrong. Bareback, bareback, bareback mountain. <laughs> True. So anyway,、um, so yeah, I mean, what happened into garnishing his wages? You know what I mean?、Mm-hmm. Like, why?、Right. Why are you going straight to、Damn. to to 
jail when you're not garnishing his wages and you can't why can't you do that i mean that's federally imposed or whatever and he, they get that money before he does right. right you know what i mean he doesn't even touch it it comes right out of his check so i mean yeah lock him up in jail for six, 60 years is ridiculous because there's murderers and rapists and child right. rapists getting out of jail way sooner than that but the guy who skips out on child support he gets 60 years but they right. try to make an example of this and, nigga. Yep. and his ki- <laughs> and his kids still don't have child support, don't have child support. or a daddy or a right daddy. <laughs> Like, so this it's, this it's dumb. It's, it's fucked on his side. It's fucked on the justice system side. This what? is just fucked all the way around. Is, it, uh, uh, is this like a, a multi-state thing, or is it one specific state? They didn't mention that it was interstate. Okay, it's okay, just, interstate. just the state where he is. I'd be curious as to you know what state this is in. Uh, mm. Well, so. I mean, I think it's just an example of how we use the criminal justice system to address every ill. You know, shit right. we don't want to deal with socially, politically. Culturally, economically, morally, morally, let the fucking police deal with it. Let the cops deal with it. Let the jails deal with it. It don't make no sense. No, it, uh, it says he he may get sixty years. It didn't say he. he no, it didn't say he would. Well, they're they're, they're threatening to, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. usually they'll you know they'll say someone so could get up to such and such, and then you know they work things out, get a deal done. So maybe this is just something out there to scare him. Tell that to Jared. Right. <laughs> well, he yeah. but he, he, he got. Yeah. They told him five to twelve. He got fifteen. The right. yeah. judge was like, "Fuck you, fifteen. Right. I don't care what your deal was. Yeah. Enjoy your foot long, honey." But he, yeah, but he still could, he, could, he still could have gotten more than that. I mean, you know, for what he did. So, yeah. you know, yeah. But it's really so. time just to kind of revise that whole system because it doesn't make sense. I mean, you got guys that are sitting out here that are trying to do right, you mm-hmm. know, and they get slapped with these, you know. They get their license taken away. They get mm-hmm. this done to them, and all they're really trying to do is just get a job you right. know, and take care of the responsibilities. And they just keep getting one thing after another thrown at them. Right. And nobody's trying to hear them. No one's trying to support them. Yeah. Well, yeah. The problem with the with the, uh, uh, the, the those type of laws is that they treat every every deadbeat dad the same. They say, uh, you know, it's, it's right. like like zero tolerance all right. over again. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically, you know, if you're if you're a doctor who's making 200 grand a year, your your expectations are different than a guy who's making uh 15 $50,000 a year. But even mm-hmm. if you are a do- I'm sorry, okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, no, I mean that, you know, I'm just saying the expectations, you know, as to, you know, what you can and can't do right. should be taken into mm-hmm. account. I mean, I know of people who they want to do right by their kids, but, you know, the 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 uh they're being asked to give so much that it's like, well, if, if I do this, I, I can't pay for my, I can't pay my rent, right. you know. So I, I think, I think they need to take into account, you know, each each individual and what he can afford, and you know, you shouldn't be having seventeen kids, but that's that's beside right. the point. Right, the kids are here now. Kids yeah, know. right. You know. That's crazy. Why yeah. would you just uh, just have seventeen kids? That's well, crazy. That's not the worst case. I mean, wasn't that one dude that was on a Yonlin Van Zandt that had all them kids? Was like fifty some kids or something? Yeah, it was a crazy number. Yeah. If Philander uh, Rodman, Dennis Rodman's father, has uh, like like. Uh, you know, over, I'd say over thirty kids. I don't know. How That's crazy. Well, his mama named no Flander. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did she expect? Yeah, well, she she knew what she knew what she had. Right. <laughs> I mean, you she know, he, his just, destiny he, for he, him. He got, right. his, he got his wet nurse pregnant. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, I mean, Damn! Oh my god! That's crazy. I don't know. That's. What's next? They're going to try to, the, the woman that has 17 kids, they're going to try to lock her up too? Yeah, they need to. <laughs> <laughs> Way and too late for that. That's the part that you're tripping too. It's like these girls know that this dude has babies by other baby mothers. Right. Why do you want to dip in that dirty pool? That's it don't make disgusting. No sense. If I knew that a dude, a dude had had sex 
with no condom with 15, 16 other women? Come on, dude. Never. Ne- I wouldn't even want to look at that dick. I just, right. You know what? I have a, I have a friend. That says something about us as women, too. As oh, women. oh, I'm about to tell you about about you as women. Oh, Lord. Right, right here. You know, I, here I have a friend. You, you guys all know him except for Danielle. Um, that uh, he, oh. he, He's actually a friend of all of ours, but mm-hmm. he's my friend. Um, <laughs> at, at one time, he had, had, had three... Um, steady girlfriends, right. right? And they all knew about each other. And then he, and then he also messed around on 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 those three, right? right? And the thing is, when sometimes we would be out, and I would like be kind of peeping out game or whatever, and I would see like her asking, I would see a a girl asking about my buddy. He was pretty good looking when he was, especially when he was younger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would see her asking like another girl, whatever, like, what's up with that guy? Did he find that or not? That kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, girl, he got three. And it's like when they would find out that he had three girlfriends, mm-hmm. they got more interested, not less. It was like they were like, wow. It was like they were intrigued, like, right. wow. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like he must be putting it down. Right. You know? I guess that's just like the women that want to get with the dope dealers and the gangbangers and the thrill of it. I so, don't know. So I guess pimping is easy, really. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're good looking. <laughs> oh, you got that bottom bitch position. I guess everything's okay. Right. <laughs> I was number one hoe for ten years. I got my pension. I mean, uh, any hoes riding the Cadillac with me? I know that bitch's got to get in the backseat. I take care of his kids. (laughs) Exactly. His and her kids, right? Yours, mine, and theirs. <sighs> All right, so um, today we have a new game. Um, is that monitor? Turn it oh. off for me, please. It's on. It's off. No, it's on. Okay, turn it off. Oh, the monitor. Turn yeah, turn the monitor off so y'all can't cheat. Uh oh. <laughs> can't cheat. This is called Kobe or Kanye. I got this from the Wall Street Journal. Okay, <laughs> and it's quotes by. Kanye or Kobe, and you guys have to guess who said what. Oh shit! All right, I already played it. So should should we take should we take, oh, notes? take notes? Um, I mean, just keep score. Yeah, I guess you could. Somebody, okay, any, okay you got something right there. Do like yeah. dominoes. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> There's 20 questions in all, or 20 quotes in all. All right. So number one is. I'm reflective only in the sense that I learn to move forward. I reflect with a purpose. Kanye or Kobe? I'm gonna say Kobe. I'm gonna go with Kobe as well. Yeah, Kobe. Correct. Kobe Bryant. Okay. Number two. I guarantee you I'm more than 50% responsible for every men's shoe that they sell me the singular person Kanye or Kobe are, are we going in order or um, well, Kanye I'm gonna go with Kanye so arrogant yeah I'll go with Kanye I'll, I'll go with Kanye as well alright and that is Hooray! correct 
didn't know I was so deep into the psychology right. of Kobe and Kanye. We've been Kanye it gets harder. Eyes. Okay. It gets harder. <laughs> Number three, I love dogs. I hate bees. I love snakes. And I hate dog shit. I absolutely hate dog shit. What is it that? Sorry, that was my phone. <laughs> Sorry. I don't even know. I was just like, I'm a random I mean, Kobe. Who doesn't hate dog shit? I don't even I, understand I know, this. Right? Call. Like, say and I hate I'm, dogs. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Kanye. I'll go with Kanye. Okay, so I, think, I say Kobe. Right. So we got uh, Danielle is now in the lead. All right. It was Kobe Bryant. Why would he say that? I mean, when when did he say something like that? Kobe Bryant said this in 2010 interview with Los Angeles Times Magazine. I hate dog shit, and I have dogs too. Like, do we okay. care? Yeah, like, well, okay. Well, you gotta realize this is not in context, guys. This is just pulled out of a conversation, no, so we don't know what he was. Dog. Do I still <laughs> care? You're not supposed to care. You're just supposed to guess it right. <laughs> All right, number four. The last time I was intimidated was when I was six years old in karate class. <laughs> That's an easy one. Kobe. Okay. Uh, Kanye. Kanye. And so um, now we have a tie between uh, Charlie Bell and Danielle because it was Kobe Bryant. She's the only one to say Kobe. And Weezy's falling far behind. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, actually, I'm only, only one. I'm only one down. One. Yeah, he's only one down. Okay. Um, that's right. You, yeah. Okay. Number five. I'm all about Walt Disney. Coca-Cola, Louis Vuitton, Nike. I want people to remember me in the way that they know Nike. The level of impact. I'm going to go with Kanye. Kanye. I'm going to go with Kanye. Uh, everybody say Kanye? Mm-hmm. You guys are all right, Kanye. Yay. Branding. That was a branding conversation with Kanye. Yes, it was. Number six. I just would like for the statistics to be more accurate. Boo-boo. <laughs> he didn't really say the boo why I added the boo because it sounded like something Yogi Berra would say boo <laughs> boo well, so the answer Yogi Berra <laughs> I just want the statistics I just would I, like for the statistics to be more accurate I want to say Kobe I, because of the numbers statistics that makes sense I don't know I, I'm, I'm going to say Kanye because if I say Kanye enough I'm going to be right <laughs> You're just playing the odds. <laughs> it's like roulette. Right? Always just, a vote on black. <laughs> it just sounds like something that would be more appropriate to Kobe, so I'm going to go with Kanye. Right. Yeah, I'm torn between the, the, between the two. Hmm, statistics. I'm going to say Kanye just to say Kanye. All right. And the answer is Kanye West. Oh, man. Good job. Yeah, you guys had to think. You should think about the kind of the absurdity of the statement. Right. That's what made me say it. <laughs> that's what, that's what threw me off about the dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that was a context issue. This is, doesn't have anything to do with context. Mm. It's just the statistics need to be more accurate. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Number seven. I'm totally scared of falling off. Just imagine it. Just imagine if I woke up one day and I was whack. What would I do then? <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> I'm going with Kanye. Kanye. Kanye it is. 
<laughs> Number eight. I, I woke up whack. <laughs> I would hate to see that day. Oh my god, the world's gonna come to an end. Woke up whack. <laughs> Don't be whack, Kanye. Oh <laughs> Don't be Kanye's whack, Kanye. Kanye's whack. Kanye's whack. <laughs> and your afro's on fire. <laughs> what I would have if I was interviewing Kanye, I would say, you ever considered the fact that you're already <laughs> whack and just haven't woken up yet? <laughs> like that was yesterday. <laughs> Is that why he canceled his uh, his uh, guest spot on the Shiznit? <laughs> I know, right? You're fucking up our gas rotation. <laughs> oh, fuck Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> this is dream shit. Wardrobe that's all white. Oh. This just doesn't happen. Not for me. Kobe. Kanye. Kobe. And it was Kobe. Yes. Uh. I thought it was Kanye as well. <laughs> yeah, he did that all white. Uh, yeah, yeah for LA yeah, Magazine. LA mm-hmm. Number nine. I'd be biased to think that the community of Gemini's is the most consistently in tune with what their spirits telling them to do. <laughs> Kanye. Kanye, because he's a gem. Oh. Thank you, uh, Kanye. <laughs> Sorry. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Charlie Bill, you're cheating. <laughs> Number 10, going back to Mozart, he responded to critics by saying there were neither too many notes or too few. There were as many as necessary. Kobe. Kobe. I said notes, I mean Kanye. Kanye. Kobe Bryant. He was talking about taking the shots, huh? Yeah, he was. That was a recent quote. I knew that one because I read that story. So he would justify it by comparing himself (laughs) to Mozart. (laughs) I think he. I think he's allowed. (laughs) I think he's allowed. Number eleven. If you want to be the greatest of all time at something, there's going to be a negative side to that. I was getting ready to say, I'm sure they both have well, said something yeah. similar <laughs> at one time or another. It just didn't get it yeah. quoted in the paper. <laughs> you know, a, and one of them might have changed it up a little bit. Right. But, yeah. I'm going to go with Kobe. Just Yeah, I think I'm going to go with, with Kobe. I, I think, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, it does sound like a Kobe comment. And the answer is Kobe Bryant. Yeah, because he, he's been a, more, a lot more introspective lately. So, uh, I thought, I thought that was... <clears throat> Number 12. It's hard for me to to grasp the concept of somebody being nervous when talking to me. To oh, excuse me, wait, let me, let me I messed that up. Number twelve. It's hard for it's hard for me to grasp the concept of somebody being nervous when I'm talking to them. I'm gonna go with Kanye. I'm gonna go with Kobe. I'll do Kanye too. That kind of sounds like that. And the answer is Charlie Bell. Yay. Kobe Bryant and Danielle. She got it right. No, she, oh, no we, she, she said Kanye, didn't she? I said Kanye. No, they, they, we both, they both, oh, said, they both, both said, Kanye. said Kanye. Oh, so am I bad? The weasel got that one right. Oh, okay. Because oh, you said Kobe, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, okay, Kobe. so yeah. you got it right. Okay. okay. Hey. Yeah. My fault. All right, number 13. I don't have fangs. I'm a porcupine. I'm a blowfish. <laughs> I'm a fucking madman. Really? <laughs> That's the end of that quote. They left that part off. I thought I'd fill in the blank. I, I think you gave that one away. <laughs> I don't have fangs. I'm a blowfish. I'm a porcupine. 
I'm just gonna have to say Kanye. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Kanye. Kanye bowl. Yeah, that was Kanye. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you gave that one away. <laughs> Number fourteen. <laughs> but what makes me happy is land, and we're on a boat now. This is Christopher Columbus. This is uncharted waters we're on. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Ready to, way to ride that metaphor there, there buddy. Right. <laughs> this is when you need your publicist around mm. you to make sure you don't say stupid shit that people <laughs> in the Wall Street Journal later. <laughs> right. Let them talk to the press. Say it again. I like land. <laughs> We're on a boat. What makes me happy is land. We're on a boat now. This is Christopher Columbus. This is uncharted waters oh, we're on. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. And really? Okay. Yep, that's Kanye. Mm-hmm. See, I thought he was talking about his retirement. Uncharted <laughs> land. <laughs> what happens after basketball? Right. I thought he was talking about trying to stay afloat with that raggedy ass team. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that, 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 that works too. <laughs> Number 15. It's crazy to me that <clears throat> it's crazy to me that meditation is viewed as hokey. Just look at the people who've, who've, who've done phenomenal things. Do they meditate? Absolutely. That's an easy one. Yeah, that's Kobe. Kobe. Alright, Kobe. Yeah, this is Kobe. Number 16. If you're afraid to fail, then you're probably going to fail. You know what I mean? Fuck it. <laughs> End quote. (laughs) I hope that was Kanye. Yeah, right? Kanye. Kanye. Everybody Kanye? Mm -hmm. Kanye, yeah. Really? Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Fuck it. (laughs) 2010 interview with GQ. (laughs) (sighs) That's funny. Number 17. I'm not brutally honest as I used to be. Sometimes honesty can be used improperly. You can use it to hurt somebody, which is whack. I'll go with Kanye. 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 It was Kanye. If you took off the which is whack, whack. then that would have been harder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The he whack, gave it away. The whack gave it away. I thought about <laughs> not saying that part to make it yeah. harder. But I was like, nah, I'll just stick with what's red here. Okay, what was written? Uh, number 18. Giorgio Armani didn't start Armani until he was 40. 40? There's such a life ahead. I'm going to go with Kanye. I'm going to go with Kanye as well. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, okay, Kobe. I don't know why. I feel like that. Danielle's correct. It was Kobe Bryant. He's retired. How old is he now? It's like he's still in 38. 37. Okay, so he's looking forward. It makes sense now that 40 comes. But why would he pick Armani as a... Okay, anyway. (laughs) I I couldn't see... Kobe like quoting our. Like, yeah, I knew that okay. was gonna uh, throw say, everybody yeah. off. <laughs> like the Colonel Sanders, he was fifty when he started. <laughs> <laughs> Number nineteen. Fuck the thirties. I hate my thirties. It's going to take me a while to get used to it. I envy people who like getting older because I don't. Hmm. Let me say Kobe. I'm going to say Kanye. Kanye. Kanye it is. Last one. Number 20. I'm a normal person. Of course. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna say Kanye. I'm gonna say Kobe. Kobe, yeah, it's Kobe. It was Kobe. All right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, who got fun. the top score? Uh, Charlie Bell and I both had uh, both had 14. So it was a three way tie then, because no. I uh, also had. Oh, I also had 14. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Danielle was close behind with only two. <laughs> she had 12. I mean, with, I mean <laughs> only two fewer. Two fewer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, um, hmm. yeah, that was a cool little game. <laughs> oh, uh, turn the monitor back on. Okay, uh, Charlie Bill usually um, reads reads our Ask the Average Guy question of the week, but I am going to ask our guest, Danielle, if she wouldn't mind reading it today. Okay, so start Can you see that? Yeah. All right, great. Ready? Yep. Dear Dino and crew, after a marriage of many years, I've come to realize ours has become simply one of convenience. My husband is a negative and controlling person who gripes about everything and anything. He has developed no friendships or interests of his own, and I have to battle with him to even have a day to myself. How many other women are like me, stuck in loveless marriages without the resources to live on our own, at least in the lifestyle we are accustomed to? Any advice for me? In limbo, out west. Is that from San Bernardino? <laughs> too soon, man. Too soon. Uh-uh. Wow. Um, <clears throat> interesting. Uh, I mean, is she doing a survey? <laughs> <laughs> How many other women? I mean, I mean, that, that, seems, that just seems cliche. I mean, it's, yeah, women stuck in loveless marriages with men who are controlling and won't de- and don't develop interests of their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of women. Uh, that's a, the complaint of a lot of women who've been in long-term marriages mm-hmm. or even long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you think? You, what the, the? I have to battle with him to have a date to myself. Was she a hostage? Right. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like yeah. Sounds like it. Well, I mean, there's a, there's some missing information here, yeah. which is how long they've been married and mm-hmm. how, the, their ages, because I think that that speak that kind of those that's relevant to what they choose to do but that said to me the most telling piece of this letter is at least in the lifestyle we are accustomed to lady look if you want Fuck a the di- lifestyle that you're accustomed right. to if you want a different life <laughs> forget a lifestyle like you, basically you have to choose between your lifestyle and your life if you want a different life you're gonna have to make a move i was on her team until that phrase Right. I mean, I'm still on her team, but I think she's just trying to. She doesn't get it. Like she hasn't accepted the fact that she wants to. She wants to have her cake and eat it too. Right, but it doesn't sound like she has a lot of support to go out and get cake. So you know what I mean? Like, so that's hard. That no, is no. A it sounds. It sounds like she doesn't want to give up the lifestyle that she likes from this this so called controlling negative ogre of a dude she described. But he providing the bomb ass lifestyle for her at least bomb enough that she don't want to leave him. And go out and strike out on her own, and you know, start off, and, and you know, and work her way up. Right. Well, to so, be to be fair, I mean, I think that it's a lot harder than that, especially when you don't have friends or family to 
to be supportive. So it's not just a matter of she doesn't want to. Like, she probably doesn't know how to. Well, it sounds like she... Figure that shit out! Sounds like he's... Rocket science? Go get a goddamn job and a place to live. Start with that. How about that? How hard is that? It's pretty fucking hard. (laughs) It's hard. It's not impossible, but it's hard. Especially if you've never done it before. Well, it sounds like... like One, two, three, four people at this table have managed to do that. Four out of four. But... Fuck her and her lifestyle. But I also I had you. struggles. I mean, I'm not. I know how hard it was, and I've also been in. Tough Nobody life. said it was. Who, who guaranteed you an easy life? When you were born, did the doctor slap you on your ass and say, "Oh, you're gonna have a great, charmed life, Charlie Bell"? No, I agree with you. Who hasn't don't, had a hard life? Don't fucking yell at me. Life has been hard for all of us. For, yes, know, it's for not me, my story. it's been hard for me. Well, you, I, are you riding for her? Listen, listen. I'm not riding for her. I'm you're just riding. You, you, no, you're enabling I'm, her. You're like, no. oh, I feel her. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not enabling her. I'm just saying, whatever. Don't be overly simplistic with everything. I'm not being don't overly you think simplistic. It's ironic, but though, that okay, here's the point. Like you're saying, really, I get what you're saying. She's kind of fearful about going out on her own because right. she's accustomed to doing you know she's accustomed to this lifestyle she lived that's fear right. why do you think you're with a controlling person because you're a fearful person exactly you, you align with your opposite exactly right? it, 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 this is not an accident the universe puts you right. together with you a are codependent with this person because you don't know how to take control so man she up is, or shut up that's right she I, yes. man up or ultimately shut up. that's the woman up that's yeah. <laughs> that is the answer seven up <laughs> <laughs> get up, <laughs> wake up, stand. Get up, stand up. Like. Well, it, it, well, it sounds like she needs to uh, to find uh, outlets for herself. I mean, just you know, uh, you know, anything like uh, and like, stop asking permission to go out and find an outlet. Right? Right? Yeah, fuck? yeah. Just okay. you know, yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> right. that's okay. Right. We, yeah, we we've we've had many fucks on this. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Not literally, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Actually, we do. We, that's, all, that's all we do is give fucks. Stupid ass bitch. But uh, but yeah, we we uh. Fuck you and fuck her shoes. Turns into a turn up. Turn up for what? But I mean, she uh, she needs to get involved with uh, church organizations or, or something where she has to volunteer her time. Something mm-hmm. where she's involved with other people. Because I mean, her complaint was that. Uh, that he doesn't have any, uh, he doesn't have any uh, inter- friendships or interests on their own. Sounds like she doesn't have any friendships or interests right. of her own because uh, she doesn't know, you know, what to do. Uh, she doesn't know what to do for herself. Right. Uh, and and you know, she might just need counseling for herself to talk to someone who can actually suggest, uh, give her strategies for. Right. Eventually, weaning herself off of this marriage right. or off of this codependent right. relationship. Right. She needs exactly. Ayanla to fix her life. No, <laughs> don't call. That's the first thing. Don't call don't Ayanla. That's call. What the, that's what you don't need to do. Oh, but, hell no. But on the real, one piece of advice I would give this lady is yeah. I would tell her to reach out to like a domestic violence shelter because I, she doesn't say whether this person is a violent, but. A lot of times, controlling and violent tend Starts, to go together. And yeah. even even if he hasn't been violent up to this point, once he realizes you're getting more independent and preparing to leave him, mm. it could become violent. So the point so is, go to a better woman's no, 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 shelter say, in advance. No, no, no of I didn't being say, better. No, I didn't say go to one. What I said was that domestic violence shelters they know how to help women prepare to for independence. An exit strategy. They, yeah, they give them exit strategies as to to ensure their safety and mm-hmm. also to connect them with resources and help that can get her help her get on that feet, mm-hmm. you know, that first leg out the right. door. So I'm just saying in terms of you need 
if you are going to make this move, which it sounds like you need to, then you you should look out for resources ahead of time. That's all I'm saying. And it's ironic, too, because when people write stuff like this, they don't really realize that they're writing about themselves. Right. Like, That's our, true. our partner is a mirror. We're projecting right. ourselves on him. She is all those things that. She's talking about her husband. She's talking about her husband. She's right. really talking about herself. Absolutely. She's also in this marriage for many years. Yep. She's now come to realize it's a one of convenience because that right. goes with this accustomed to. Yes. Boom. Husband's negative controlling. Yep. You're negative and controlling too because right. you're trying to battle at him to try to change. Right. You're talking about yourself. Right. You just wrote out a description of yourself. Yeah. So now why don't you shift to make a trans- transformation yep. in your own self and become right. less negative, less controlling yourself? That's like all you, you have said, control over. Miles, that's all you have control over. Yep. So quit the battle with him, which is really a struggle with yourself. And right. get, get into your life. up and make the change and get into your life. Yeah. Like, you know what she says? Get your life. Get your life, boo. Get your life, boo. <laughs> 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 yeah, a strong woman you're supposed to be. Cool. All we right. believe in you, girl. <laughs> believe in yourself as like I believe in you. Okay, let me cut off one, two, three, four mics right now. <laughs> three mics. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, don't that, be a hater because you can't let your inner good that, witch out. That brings. <laughs> That brings the show to a close. <laughs> and uh, but awesome. before we uh, before we uh, break, um, I would like to say a special birthday shout out to Vicky T. Thomas, a friend of uh, Donald Thomas, who is also a friend of the show. So, hey, happy birthday to you, Vicky! Thanks for li- riding with the Shiznit Show, and hope you have a really good one. And uh, thank you all for listening and turn tune in to uh, another episode of the Shiznit Show. Thank you, Danielle, uh, for gracing us with your presence. You were magnificent. Um, so for Charlie Bell, for Damon Louisa Stanford, for Danielle Flanagan, I'm Dino Red. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.